Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Eight oh six in St. Louis. Your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. <laughs> and standing by, Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues insider from the Athletic, will let you let this breathe a little bit, big boy. Yeah, Jr. After a game like that, you know how to get you some Doja Cat. So weedy, so weedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's so great. weedy. That's, That's right. There you go. That's great. I need my jam early in the morning here at the Denver Airport. So, how did that happen last night? Will you guys tell me? Will you guys tell me how that happened? I'm still trying to figure it out. I really am. I thought we were going to be doing locker clean out on Friday, not game six. Yeah, it's remarkable. And as Craig Bruby said after the game, a lot of character, a lot of tenacity on the part of the Blues. But I'm telling you, JR, playoffs, you have the best record in the Western Conference. You have a 3 nothing lead at home. You can't give up that lead. You just cannot give yep. up that lead. You absolutely cannot. But it looked like it looked like the Avalanche were, you know, ready to, you know, have a few beers last night and not get on a plane today and head to St. Louis for Game Six. That's how they were playing. And you know what? Uh, I I saw John Elway. He waved to the crowd. They had him on the jumbotron. And what did John Elway used to do? He used to carve up the prevent defense, right, and mm-hmm. just will just will the Broncos to uh, victories in those situations. That's what the Blues did. I know it was late in the third period, but they carved up that prevent defense. It looked like. Uh, Colorado Avalanche sat back, and, and the Blues, obviously in desperation mode, uh, took advantage of it. JR, you were there from watching it on TV. It just felt like the energy was absolutely sucked out of Ball Arena. Can you describe what that environment was like after Tyler Bozak ended it? It was like being in a church because uh, it was up, down, up, down. Uh, the fans were, they were screaming, they were yelling, they were dancing, and then they were dead silent. And, and then McKinnon would score, and they'd be going nuts again, and then Robert Thomas scored, and it's dead silent again. You know, I think I tweeted last night that uh, Ball Arena was stunned. It was about four times that I felt that that was the situation. Like, they just couldn't believe what just happened. So, yeah, when Bozak scored, I think I think the jaws just dropped with the 18,000 people in the arena. And mentally, if you're the Colorado Avalanche, you think you have it in the bag. As you mentioned, they're probably thinking, we're going to have some nice cold ones and celebrate here, and then the Blues do what they do to you. What do you think that does to them from a mental standpoint? Yeah, I asked Craig Bruby that, and I didn't think he was going to bite. I said, uh, you know, this is a team that's lost three straight years in the second round. Everybody's talking about how can they get out of the second round. And now in a pivotal game five where they had a chance to end it, you know, you slip them a a victory like last night. And, uh, you know, how do they respond to that? They have to get on a plane, come back to St. Louis, which they didn't intend on doing. And he said, listen, game over. We move on. But I think, and I think Scotty Upshaw has tweeted this, the former Blue today, 
how tough is it for these guys, Colorado Avalanche, to get on a plane today? And so you show up tomorrow at Scott Trade Center, you can't win that one. All the pressure is back on the Avalanche. I think not in just uh, Game 6, but certainly Game 7 if you come back to Colorado. So, you know, I think the Blues have put themselves in a great position. And, guys, I know you've been talking about it all morning, but there's just the resiliency. And I know that uh, the faces have changed. There's about 10 players left from that Stanley Cup winning team. But it's, it's crazy to me that the culture continues. It's just passed down from guys like Alexander Steen and those types of guys uh, to this group. And there's no doubt that Craig Berube is the leader of that charge, and his enthusiasm after the game last night was was palpable. And the other thing that's happened to Jr. and it's not just an ancillary thing, but you get the first goal from Vladimir Tarasenko, you get the first two points from Robert Thomas, you're getting people that you expected to perform. Michelle and I spent the first five games of the series saying, this is the guys that we need to step up, and finally they did. If this starts a little pardon the pun, avalanche of goals for the Blues, then this series becomes a different animal and a possibility to go seven. We were just talking about that, Randy, here at the gate here at the uh, airport, is that uh, that last stretch, that flurry of goals, that offense, the comeback, it was all built on guys who really hadn't done a ton. And I know Vladimir Tarasenko had the five goals in the Minnesota series, but that was his first goal of this series that got things going in the second period. And, you know, I heard you guys talking about garbage time. I got to admit, I kind of thought that too, even though it's still the second period. Okay, well, they got him on the board. This is a 4-1 victory, 4-2 victory avalanche. And, you know, Vladdy's scoring late, not very clutch. But as it turns out, you look back, what a big goal. And then Robert Thomas, how about him? Not a point in the series. He gets two in that comeback. I asked him right after the game at the post-game press conference, you know, you probably wanted to get on the board a lot sooner than tonight, but how does this feel? And he said, better late than never. <laughs> Indeed. Right on time, actually, JR. And Craig Ruby always seems to know what tweaks to make to his team to extract the best out of his players. What did you think of swapping Barbie with Torpchenko on the third and fourth lines last night? Torpchenko, I thought, was one of the uns- unsung heroes of the game. Just tremendous, and he's been great. I really like him, and he plays that North style that Craig Ruby said was the reason for the comeback last night. That was the key word, and so he makes that swap. Barbashev has been you know, disappointing in this playoff. Uh, he did have that secondary assist on, on a goal there uh, late in the game, uh, but you have a situation where Craig Ruby saw that, and so he switches Barbashev and Torupchenko, and Torupchenko takes that shot that he kind of whiffs on, and also I think Makar gets a piece of it, and it goes right in front of the net, and that's where Falk and Cairo both swipe at it. Cairo ends up getting the goal at the end of the night. They changed it from Falk to Cairo. And just a crucial play. The Blues don't win without that change by Craig Bruby, without that play by Torupchenko. Hey, JR, just one more thing from me. Nick Letty with a three-assist tonight. Is it reasonable to expect him to contribute offensively? Not on a, not a three-point-a-night basis, but should we expect him to be a little bit more prolific offensively? Yeah, perhaps a little bit. And he actually had four assists until they did change that goal from Falk to Cairo. It took a, an assist away from Nick Letty, so he could have had a four-assist night. So, you know, that McKinnon goal was amazing. And yeah, I think uh, anybody, any defenseman in the world could, could get beat like that, uh, where you see Nick Letty as uh, Nathan McKinnon gets around him. But in terms of his defense, I think he's been solid the entire playoff. And if you can get three assists from him, uh, you know, that's probably more than you hope to get from him. So I think he can, Randy. I think he can help offensively but what a play he made on that Tyler Bozak goal uh, just to keep that puck going and cycling it around until it got to Tyler Bozak 
a heck of a play by Nick Letty. I can't say enough about that addition to the team. JR, great work as always. We love your work in the athletic safe travels, and we will see you tomorrow at Enterprise Center. All right, we're boarding up now. We'll see you back in St. Louis. Have a good time. That's Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues Insider from The Athletic on 101 ESPN. And by the way, one other thing that we should note, Michelle, because we don't always do this. I thought last night's game was very well officiated. I thought the the officials did a, a really good job. Every penalty that was called was a legitimate penalty, and they didn't call any illegitimate ones. First time for everything. Yeah. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.